Otherwise on SAFM. And welcome to Otherwise on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. I'm Shadow Twala. My producer is Hazel Makuzeni, and our technical producer is President Machaya. You may call us on 0891-104-207 or email otherwise at safm.co.za. Otherwise on SAFM. Mpemba, wenagasombisi, kuboni, Professor Pitigantuli, welcome to Otherwise. Gunjani, wenagasombisi, yachaluwa na wenagasombisi. I thought that was the best way to welcome you to the show. Yes, once you invoke, uh, you know, my uh, ancestors who are so generous, they accept the ancestors of all South Africans, especially listeners. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. Um, it's great, in fact, to have you in the studio as the wind down to Women's Month and have mm. a male voice. Um, mm. And I believe you're a male voice that's a champion for women. It definitely uh, is. I am my uh, mother's, uh, you know, son. I've imbibed from her sweating breast the respect uh, for her gender. The poet in you comes out so naturally. <laughs> I thank my mother for it. <laughs> so naturally. And the reason I've invited you here, you know, we have the Bogoto Awards this evening, uh, and it celebrates and honors women in the arts. Um, I just wondered, though, historically, has... Have women always participated in this medium, or is it a new phenomenon? I think it is. Uh, uh, women are always participated, but uh, the societies of uh, you know the day marginalised uh, women. Women were absolutely uh, you know invisible, mm-hmm. and yet when you look down through um, you know memory lane and history, you find remarkable uh, you know women who had actually stormed the citadels of men. Mm-hmm. What comes to my mind right now is uh, Princess Makoko, uh, the daughter uh, uh, the of uh, King Tinizulu, the mother of uh, Mangosutu, Mangosutu. Uh, who mm-hmm. composed uh, classical Zulu uh, uh, you know, songs. Mm-hmm. She composed all those and she uh, played uh, uh, you know, musical instruments. And she also even broke into a, a male domain of uh, you know, praise uh, you know, singing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and these women have never been celebrated then. Yeah, they have never been celebrated then. They are not actually particularly being celebrated uh, even now. Uh, you know, even now, we are just grateful that we know that they actually existed. But uh, something has got to be done. You've got women like um, you know, ladies, Nomfanegi so Mkulanzu, who right up early in the east uh, in, in, in the sixties was uh, you know painting on uh, I mean on canvas you know painting revolutionary uh, you know stuff but when you go through you know history books nothing mm. it's also of course women like Elsa uh, you know Miles uh, who wrote articles about uh, you know her recognizing that uh, she needed to be honored what can be done to document all this work that you're telling us about because it can't just live in your head um, <laughs> and we find it nowhere else. What 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 are, what are you doing, if anything, or what can can be done to document it? Yeah, while I was just checking as to the poverty of uh, you know you know this, somebody led me to uh, somebody 
um art is sculptures which you do very well um but how how wide is the vocabulary for art uh, it is a very 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 wide you know that's why uh awards you know such as uh, uh in the women in the arts are, are very particularly of interest they come up with 20 categories of art forms mm -hmm. from women in the media to indigenous say uh, you know women to dance to a variety uh, of things because it, you know art is a very specified way of responding to your sensitivities your feelings what you see around you what you think what you hope uh, what you emote you know should actually happen in expressing it mm -hmm. either in dance or in, in in poetry you know in writing in uh, in making sculptures in painting mm -hmm. it is a whole beautiful carpet tapestry designing. Uh, designing it is one of the highest expressions of uh, of any given culture mm -hmm. yeah, because language is the highest expression and uh, art is uh, a silent language in many of the instances that bring up all of these uh, you know, forms together. It's a universal language. It is a universal language. Appreciated by all uh, across, across the globe, in fact. Yeah. How are we doing uh, compared to other countries uh, internationally, if you know, uh, with regards to recognizing uh, of our artists? Yeah, I mean, I, I spend most female of artists of that. Yeah, yeah. I, I spend most of my time uh, in, in exile in uh, in Britain, where a lot of women had become now art critics, lecturing, you know, professing, writing books on it. The women themselves took it over upon themselves, and some very good revolutionary, uh, you know, men who 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 unearthed. I studied, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, art history. I studied uh, the Cubism, I studied Impressionism, I studied uh, this. It's only late. You must that explain that, because not all of us not yeah. know what Impressionism and Cubism and all of that is. It's like this. When artists in Europe who are painting portraits of people as they are, when they uh, invented uh, a camera, it put them out of business. So they did not know what to do. Mm -hmm. Then they were ordering stuff. They saw African sculptures. And these African sculptures were something that they had never actually seen before. Mm -hmm. So they said, oh, these people who don't actually think uh, <laughs> produce such brilliant uh, work. Maybe if at all we don't think too much in our heads and just simply do things, we'll do revolutionary things. Mm -hmm. That's when a movement like uh, Fauvism, which was about animalism, with bright, wild colors was born out of African masks. And because they said these Africans produce brilliant stuff, but they don't use their four brains, they use their subconscious, they use their own dreams. Mm -hmm. Then they agonized about that, then they came up with a, a movement called surrealism, which was about dreams, which is about this. Mm -hmm. And then when they looked at the works of art, uh, African sculptures, they were angular, there was no perspective. Then cubism, where people 
banished, uh, uh, you know, you know, painting, uh, you know, distances in their paintings, making the paintings flat but mm-hmm. deep. So they actually learned, uh, uh, you know, that you know from African art. But while people were celebrating these breakthroughs, there were women who were doing, uh, you know, cubist art, who were doing what was called impressionism, who were part of these, uh, you know, movements. Mm-hmm. They were only celebrated as somebody else's, uh, you know, girlfriend or somebody else's mother, while they were actually exhibiting their own works and coming with far much more revolutionary, uh, you know, material than uh, some of the men. So, are you are you then saying that we are, we just need to be discovered, or we need to bring out um, the people that are excelling in order to be as recognised? Because I'm not too sure how much we appreciate our own art ourselves in this country. No, we don't. You know, uh, I think to appreciate is not a really right word. You appreciate what you understand. Now. We have to start at the beginning. That oh, do we oh, actually oh. really understand, uh, uh, you know, art? Do we really understand even uh, our own uh, our own art? So when uh, uh, you know Carol, Lindy, uh, you know Bauer, uh, together with uh, you know set Mbogoto, you know awards uh, for women. I sat down and began actually thinking, and the more I went out researching, I just realized that what a travesty really it is that uh, we have got such abundant talent Mm. in creative photography, women sculptors, painters, dancers, Mm. uh, uh, dancers of all whatever genres uh, you are, Mm. indigenous ones that use indigenous material, their songs, their songs, the instruments that they use, they colonize the guitar and make it uh, (laughs) uh, not only African, they also make the guitar a woman, (laughs) as sensitive and as brilliant as our mothers and our wives are. So, uh, where do we start learning? Because you said to appreciate, you need to understand. Where do we start learning to understand? I think, but what the women in the arts uh, in awards is just uh, going to be one of those, uh, you know, places where the concentration of women. Uh, no, not where we get to some of the very, they are very beautiful general awards in the country. Mm-hmm. That, but that mix, you know, these. But even when you go there, when the presentations are actually made, you can tell uh, where, where the men are, where the women are. But even Bogoto it's a domain, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, you know, where women uh, are moving across, you know, genres, you know, with uh, themselves saying, "This is exactly, you know, who we are." And I think the more of the publicity, you know, comes up for people, you know, you know, to know, also to edge the women themselves. That they do. Many of our women are known uh, uh, overseas. Zanella Moholis, uh, mm. uh, you know, you know, beautiful, uh, mm. uh, you know, creative, uh, you know, photographers that, that are not as uh, uh, appreciated uh, uh, you know, here and celebrated. Mm. You know, abroad they are there. The, the sculptures of Nantambo, uh, Jane Alexander's, the uh, the music you you, you could count. Uh, our art is uh, dominating, is beginning to fetch big prices outside, you, mm. know, you know, the country. I, 
I wonder, though, when I go back again to understanding, because then we need to support, we need to recognize before uh, it's recognized by the West Mm -hmm. and, and sold back to us. I wonder how important it is to to introduce it as part of our curriculum at school. We don't teach much of humanities at school at the moment and, until people go to university and, and choose to, to, to go into humanities. But how important is it for us to introduce it in, at, at that stage? And at what stage should we? As you see, the, one of the biggest problems that is confronting us as a country, as South Africa, we are plagued by a particular disease called continuous discontinuity. <laughs> uh, I'm saying this, you know, because when Kada Asmal discontinuity, yeah, I need a t- yes. t- yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah. When Kada Asmal was a minister uh, of uh, you know, education, he set up a team of people to look into the culture, into the curriculum, the national curriculum statement for further education and training. Mm-hmm. Among other things, among other people, he appointed me to infuse that new curriculum with indigenous knowledge systems. And my particular brief was arts and culture and design. Okay. So we came out with uh, what can be put in arts, culture and design with some of the best minds actually in the country. These were actually put, uh, you know, actually on paper, but they were not actually implemented. Why, Professor? The reason why... I don't. hold you responsible yeah. now. <laughs> I, 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 I wish I had... Com- I hold you. I wish I had governmental power. <laughs> now, so what happened is that uh, they said, no, we could not teach, uh, you know, art because there were not uh, enough resources. We did not have enough, actually, uh, you know, teachers. Uh, which is not a very good argument, you know, because what you do, you could have one artist teaching at one school on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, another school at Friday, while at the same time training other people to do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, those were not done. Mm-hmm. And in many also instances in, in art, uh, you know, people in other poor countries that are creative, people use the material that they have. Mm-hmm. You go to some of the schools, you know, in suburban schools and Model C, you know, schools, they are actually teaching some art uh, uh, around. You go to township schools and actually rural schools, it isn't. We are now again perpetuating another class division in the arts, you know, in themselves. Professor, hold that thought. Hold that thought. I'm speaking with Professor Pitiganduli. We're looking at shining the light on women in the arts, but we're talking about arts in general. And and you may participate on on the program 0891-104-207. Join me, Hilton Tarrant, every weeknight at 6 for the SAFM Market Update with MoneyWeb. With breaking business news, expert analysis, investment insights, and the story behind the story, we're helping you make sense of the markets and your money. That's the Market Update, weeknights right here on SAFM at 6. SAFM and the Mail and Guardian present the fourth Mail and Guardian Literary Festival from the 30th of August to the 1st of September at the Market Theatre. Join me, Nancy Richards, broadcasting live from the festival. Tickets for the Mail and Guardian Literary Festival cost 50 rand per session. To book, go to www.mg.co.za or contact Tamarin on 011-250-7300. SAFM, let's have the conversation in partnership with the Mail and Guardian, Africa's best read. Otherwise, on SAFM. 
celebrating women in the arts with Professor Pitigan Tuli. And as I said, you may join us on 0891-104-207. Professor, I, I'm really passionate about just the arts because I once, I once heard somewhere that there's no democracy without humanities. And slowly, yes. slowly, in different countries, um, we, we're teaching and wanting to produce maths boffins and engineer boffins and scientists. We're forgetting the arts, and I, I believe that they they they're important to create to 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 create whole people. You know, mm. indigenous African education was a very holistic uh, education. It, it, it taught you how to produce your food and how to respect people, how to compose and all. Mm. Then when colonialism came in, they imposed the individualistic type of an education. Today, even here in South Africa, we're emphasizing what they call STEM, science, technology, uh, you know, economics, uh, and, uh, and mathematics. Mm-hmm. The uh, human... That's what it's called, yes, STEM. Okay. STEM yeah. The humanities and the social sciences were put onto the cut of a back banner until right now, though, when the Minister of uh, you know, Higher Education, Blade Demands, uh, uh, yeah, came out with... Uh, a committee to investigate the need for the creation of an institute for the humanities as well as the social uh, you know, sciences. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we, all of us, participated you know, in it through a charter you know, you know, for it. So there is now a, a kind of an institute in the making okay. that is going to concentrate on, uh, uh, you know, on the sciences. And on the other hand, we are working up with some of the top African things as in the country uh, to uh, establish an institute, uh, you know, for the study of the global, uh, of the global north, to find out why the West, America, and in England managed to make us do the things we want to do and fail to do. <laughs> what really makes that? So that's part of that uh, you know, humanities and society, uh, uh, social sciences that will then incorporate the science and sciences in a very holistic manner. You seem to be one of the great African thinkers and African minds because um, you, you consulted about all of these things. But aren't you, when would you then get to push and force people to, to recognize that we are wasting time, that we are creating a, a, um, we are creating a vacuum as far as, you know, documenting, because I believe that art is also part of documenting our history in many ways. And if it's not formalized and if we do not get to participate uh, on a larger scale, somebody else is going to document it for us and sell it back to us. Yeah, what I find very interesting is that it's also younger people that are beginning to be highly interested uh, you know, in the issues. I find myself invited uh, by younger people, some of them about 10, 10 in a group, or 20 actually in a group. There are lots of kind of initiatives, you know, where you are. One of the recent things that I was doing was talking to these uh, young people who are interested in indigenous uh, knowledge systems, mm-hmm. but are looking at indigenous knowledge systems from the eyes of physics. Okay. I'll give you an example. Before you give me that example, let's take a call. Sipo, mm. hello, welcome. Ninja, Ninja. Oh, Ninja. 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 Ninja.
I'm warning you that when you invite him to your house, you must hide all the old wheelbarrows and logs <laughs> and, and frying pans. However, he takes them and turns them into art pieces. Traitor. If you call him to a bride, make sure that stuff that you think you might use, hide it, otherwise he's going to see a piece of art. <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as he, he leaves it behind when he does that. <laughs> Oh, fantastic, Sipo. <laughs> Thanks, Sipo. Thank you so much. Uh, well, this is what you do hey? when you visit people. You you, you are that creative. And, and, and you know, I, I'm, I'm sure it's irresistible. It's a disease. Since you sat here, I know you've done some drawings. You've been doing some writing. You've been, you know, doing... Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> you've drawn a picture of me. And <laughs> you've been doing all of those kinds of things. But getting back to your point, though, about, you know, young people coming together and looking at uh, indigenous art forms in, in a... Mm. And in, in indigenous knowledge, you know, for instance, when you, in Zulu, you say time is isikati, space is umkati. The root of these two words is indivisible. In Europe, it had to take Albert Einstein to say there is no space and time, but there is a space-time continuum. They are indivisible. And yet these are buried in our knowledge system, in our own entire language. Uncle Sam, now I'm jealous because if you have all this knowledge, how do we get it out of you and put it out there for all the young people to learn? I uh, suppose uh, when I when I go out donate my brain to some laboratory, <laughs> but uh, anyway, we are spending time. I just came back from uh, the University of the North uh, uh, Northwest University. When I was uh, chairing the Ministerial Advisory Committee for Science and Technology on Indigenous Knowledge System, together with uh, NICSO, the National Office for Indigenous Knowledge, we designed uh, a course for a Bachelor of Indigenous Knowledge Systems. And that Bachelor of Indigenous Knowledge System is now piloted at that university. It will go to Venda and also to Limpopo. Oh, wow. It is going to be taught also by the local sages, people who have not been to school but who have got that knowledge through actually interpreters. And those people then are going to be given the recognition of prior of prior learning. It's a beginning of trying to reclaim the mm-hmm. uh, indigenous African holistic you know, knowledge system that the Western world is trying to uh, to bring back under uh, interdisciplinarity, multidisciplinarity, transdisciplinarity, you know, trying a rescue kind of a mission. And yet these knowledges are embedded uh, uh, in, in Africa, and women are the custodians of those knowledge systems. Because I also believe that as part of rehabilitation programs for uh, prisoners, for instance, um, uh, you could write some programs that could be that prisoners could be. I saw that some prisoners are being taught uh, to to make or to use mm. their hands in making mm. some art pieces. But I think it should be a wider program because then they they don't have to depend on being employed again when they leave prison. Yeah, that, that's that, that's a general trend. In uh, like you find that to say in countries like uh, uh, you know the Netherlands. Uh, the, the social security for artists 
where they give you a you know, money and give you a time frame. You get money every month and then you stand on your own. You produce your own work. We are complaining that uh, unemployment is actually uh, rising, but mm-hmm. we are not actually generating uh, you know, things, uh, the entrepreneurial things that you normally find in entertainment, in the, in the field of arts and culture. You speak my language. It's time now for news headlines with Utsila. Okay, we're back. We're back with uh, <laughs> Professor Piti Ganduli, and uh, we started talking about celebrating women in the arts. And the Mbogoto Awards are on tonight. And uh, Prof, you led the, the panel, the judging panel. Can you give us a bit of background? Yeah, uh, this is the uh, second year that uh, the Mbogoto Awards uh, are to be uh, in held. Uh, last year it was very, very, very successful. Mm-hmm. And uh, this year I think it's going to be even uh, you know, more successful because we consulted also very uh, wide range. We have, uh, you know, phoning women who are in all the particular fields in order to, to tell us more about what they do, who are the other people that we may not actually uh, know about it. Some kind of peer review mechanism. Yes, yeah, some peer review, you know, mm-hmm. mechanism. And also, what is also very interesting and unique about uh, the judging, uh, you know, panel that we did, we agreed that uh, in that kind of a judging panel, we are not going to vote. Mm-hmm. We are going to arrive at consensus. We are going to argue and argue and argue. There are people I thought uh, they were. No greater, but after some arguments and debates with other people, <laughs> I realized that uh, I was too enthusiastic uh, in, 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 in the wrong direction, you know, because there are other things that you actually need. So that what is going to be delivered actually today would be, in, in, you know, something that has been thoroughly actually thought uh, uh, about, and uh, it's so difficult actually even to make a, a choice, you know, because. You know, people are, not, are innovative. They are pushing themselves. They are pushing the limits. They are pushing the boundaries of what uh, you know they do. The categories. You mentioned the fact that you had twenty categories. I mean, how did you arrive at that? Um, I would think twenty is probably too much or too little. How, how did you arrive at just that twenty and not go further? Yeah, no, it's because when you you look at someone and you realize that uh, I mean, last year for instance. Uh, we had kind of bundled uh, the, uh, the storytelling, uh, you know, with uh, with language and with other issues, mm. and then in the uh, as a result, other people were actually left out. Mm. So immediately you get some of the categories to be actually stand alone, you know, in them. Although some of them in the country, uh, they are not very many. Mm. But by introducing that kind of a category and it being actually recognized, then it is putting it onto the agenda. Then mm-hmm. I, I encourage other people. Mm-hmm. People normally look at uh, uh, you know awards as a culmination of uh, what people have actually done. But Timber Water is different from the others because rather than it being an, a, a, a culmination, it becomes the beginning of introducing actually new things and putting new challenges, you know, up on people to do more than they have done. Give us an example. Um, let's say, for instance, we 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 we, we did not have uh, uh, things like uh, for women in uh, uh, the, the new media. 
Okay. No one has actually addressed that. Mm. But we realize that the women that were actually in that media who are doing stuff for art, while at the same time, you know, pushing, uh, you know, the digital, the uh, electronic, mm. uh, 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 you know, stuff. We said we need to introduce that. Okay. And then next year we know that we are going to have more people who are doing these things actually onto their own corners. Those that are nominated today will help us, you know, next year to identify other people that they themselves are training or they come into contact with. So we are in a process of unearthing a lot of, uh, you know, talent amongst the, uh, our women in our beloved country. But you go back as well and, and, and look at, uh, I, I know you have a category that was won by three ladies last year, Abigail Gubega, um, and I think... Uh, who else was in that category? Uh, Dorothy, Dorothy Marcel, Dorothy and I think Leta as well. And Leta. Mm. That is a, a category that you you named. What, was it the, the, the Miramac one? No. Yeah, that, that was the uh, Enduring. Enduring. Yeah. Legends. That was the yeah, Enduring Legends. Mm. Mm-hmm. And you also had a category for Miriam Makeba. Yes, there is a special one for uh, Miriam uh, you know, Makeba. That's Miriam, uh, Mother Africa. Uh, politically, culturally, socially, politically contributed so much that a standalone, you know, category for her as the immortal, you know, is there. There you have to select, uh, you know, in, in, you know, people who will deserve to carry this banner forward. And she got the first one last year. Yeah, she got the first one you know, last year. Any other new categories that weren't there last year? That you can uh, tell us about? I mean, comedy, for instance. Oh, yeah. Uh, comedy, uh, for instance, was not uh, uh, you know, there. Now it is uh, put up, in a sense, as a, as a standalone. The development of language, if I remember kind of very well, was not there. Uh, you know, because... We do not want to come up with kind of uh, Western Eurocentric uh, in, in the modes and forget, in a sense, uh, our languages. Mm. So we are introduced to that, that there should be the development of languages. People who write in these languages encourage people to do the, the, the languages artistically. Because there are sort of nuances in language that uh, you, uh, that, 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 that people uh, in, in, in a miss. I'll give just one example. You speak about, in English you said, uh, knowledge. In Zulu, knowledge is Uluazi. The very word Uluazi is constructed of two powerful things, Uyalwa, Uyazi. So in other words, knowledge is that which is worth fighting for. Wow. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Or, 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 you hold actually tight, uh, you know, tight to it. You get eight categories of the word cleaner, cleanisela, cleaniso, ikliniso, umkliniso, a variety of all of these things. Each and every word carries a philosophy. Then you can understand then when you use your language in terms of poetry or writing or, or whatever else it is, you uh, if you leave your language, you are hiding so many knowledges and knowledge systems embedded. Uh, 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 I mean, in a, uh, I mean, in, in a word. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, so uh, let me give another example. People, <laughs> uh, people are asking us to whether when somebody dies, what do you do? Si siam ngaba lomuntu, siam fila, siam kweza, siam tuna, and all of these things. You ask people, you say, 
Why do you use so many words? I said, no, these words mean the same thing. Mm-hmm. In the fact that they don't mean the same thing. If you are in an embarrassment in your own uh, a community and if in your own family, we assume you have a feel. We hide you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have been doing quite very good in that example, that is a actress. Did you know? So all of these words, each and every word carries its own particular uh, you know, meaning. And then these languages, what do we call them? Our mother Tongue. tongues. So whatever we do, <laughs> we return to women. <laughs> My mother tongues. Yeah. Only milga mom. Oh, we need to celebrate women every day. And I'm glad that on this show we do that. But, Prof, you know, I, I, I want you to promise me because I, I want you to have a platform for the kind of dialogue that, you know, you could have just unpacking all these words, you know, because I've learned so much today from you. Unpacking all these words and making sure that there's space to, to, to engage with you. There's space to engage not only with you. I know you have a team of people that, that you may use in different parts of the country. Just to engage people who are interested in the beauty of language and in, in appreciating it, you know. Because you, you, we all may be able to read a letter written in Zulu or Sutu or Afrikaans. But, you know, until you understand the true meaning of the word... It, 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 mm. then you can understand the poetry in it. You can understand mm. the, all the other nuances in it. So I want you, and I, 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 I want you because I would like you to come to Cape Town. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being jealous. I'm selfish. I want you to come and, and, and let's share the, this knowledge. Yeah, but, uh, but it's, uh, here's a tragic thing. I had a slot in one of uh, the uh, television color stations that were dealing precisely with those things. And because we never actually understood it, you closed, we closed it down with no explanation. But wherever I go, it's going to be white people, black people, young people, educated, uneducated. They're asking about uh, uh, the same thing. Somebody was stopping me when I was saying, uh, I have a phone, you've got a phone. When on the phone, meaning in the phone, <laughs> mine is a phone, this gazi means my phone is awesome. <laughs> More awesome than yours. Oh, not not that it's a female phone. Yeah, no, that's a female phone. You phone it gazi. It is a real phone. At home, I've got two nomalanga, unkosi gazi, ginendo tagazi, ginobabe gazi. Wherever it's women, there's this gazi, there's this kind of awesomeness. And then you look at the word umfazi, ufazi, death, death and knowledge, two of the most powerful concepts, you know, in the, in the world, constitute, uh, in a sense, a woman. You die knowing why you are dying, because you know why you are living, and we conclude by saying, man is ahead, uh, man is ahead of the family. My mother laughs when you, <laughs> uh, I mean, when you say something like that. So the program dealt with issues such as those. But somewhere, for some reason, or the, the, the other, boom. So you are right. Maybe other stations, other people would actually be interested in finding out actually who we are. Because we say, if you don't know where you come from, you won't know where you are going. And if you don't know where you are going, any taxi will take you there. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't expect that one. Any taxi will take you there. What a (laughs) nice. 
But Prof, I really think that it, it, if we don't get the program back, at least you know we organise some kind of uh, dialogue sessions around the country where you need to go and 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 really just chat to young people because that the the way you 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 speak about language. I'm 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 just worried that we will, we're going to lose that. We we're never going mm. to we don't sit under trees and do some storytelling or have these kinds of discussions anymore. And I'm happy that the Mbogoto Awards are there and they made us come together to, to expose yeah. this this thing, you mm. know, and mm. and to acknowledge the, the women who uh, who are using and continuing to use language uh, as, as part of uh, the expression, the artistic expression as well. Yeah, but here's one example I cannot, uh, you know, resist. Uh, when I grew up, uh, my father moved, and then we were going to Ebele. When we were going to Ebele, uh, an auntie was painting the murals, those beautiful colors. Mm-hmm. An American with a big camera came into the village and said, "Can you ask this woman uh, what uh, paints is she using?" I said, Auntie, no service, sir. You need to know these are not paints; these are earth colors. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they said, then what happens to the earth colors when it rains? She said, obviously, when it rains, the rain is going to wash them off. <laughs> then the American said, you know, these uh, these these African women are not really thinking. I don't know why they don't use Dulux paint, so that uh, this Dulux paint can really last forever, rather than them keep on painting over and over and over again. I interpreted to my aunt. My aunt says, just tell this big guy that he doesn't know what he's talking about. Uh, white people always want to create little forevers when we want to demonstrate that we can forever create. Wow. Where the design goes, another one comes in. Because not this, not, you don't have the same design over and over yeah. again. But, but to speak about the revolutionary aspect of women's creativity, you look at the Ndebele murals. How did these murals come to be about? Right up in the 19th century, when the Ndebele were fighting the Boers and they were defeated, they were broken up and sent into different farms. And some of the people went hiding. The women started then painting their houses in actually bright colors to draw attention to say the Andevele people here you can actually come and hide. This beauty that you actually see is a, is a product of women's resistance uh, to colonial incursions. I'm gobsmacked. I am gobsmacked. And the more I listen to you is the more I want you to speak to us. Prof, good luck with the. Uh, well, I'm coming to 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 be there this evening. Do you have any favourite winners? Hey, I had favourite uh, <laughs> winners, uh, but but uh, you know, democracy, you, you know, convinced me that uh, I, I I share their view. <laughs> what was the most amazing find for you with with all the nominees this year? Because each category had three nominees, right? Yeah, yeah. Each category has uh, uh, three, uh, uh, you know, nominees. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, and when you see some of the nominees that I won't actually mention by uh, name, a, a name, are people who are completely outrageous. <laughs> they are absolutely kind of outrageous. When you hear what they actually are saying, I said, no, 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 no. We can't nominate actually people like uh, like this. Uh, some uh, 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 you know, Twala woman who's in the in, in the team said, 
but people said the same thing about Makeba. but they didn't read about Makeba. but they didn't want this. Art is always about pushing the boundaries. Yes. If people do not actually understand the, uh, the, the arts, the artists are not going to be afraid in order to push the limits and to say, notice me, this is where I, I, I am, mm-hmm. whether you like it or you not, what I am saying is what you have not heard before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yes, the, we, yeah, there, are, there are some hairy ones, aren't there? Yeah, there, 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 there are. That's what makes it more fun. <laughs> Prof, thank you so much. Thank you, thank and you. And please don't take the microphones and anything when you leave the studio to create art pieces out of, because we told you carry things out when you have been invited to visit. I'm just so glad, I'm such, just so glad that uh, you haven't actually counted how many headsets you wear when I came. <laughs> Professor Petikanduli Kuboni, when I Bonga. And thank you very much for joining us on Otherwise. And uh, we'll be back in a few minutes with the... In fact, we'll take a piece of music.